Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! I would really like uh, Rich to start the episode off with a Latin prayer, if possible. I think that would be great. Amen. Come, oh, come on. Give us a, That's a prayer. No, but give us like some something with some meat on it. I don't think he knows something. I don't want to be like blasphemic. Blasphemic. Uh, come on, man. I had a problem with blasphemia. It was about me. <laughs> I'd go to the bathroom after every church session and just uh, say goddamn into the toilet. <laughs> That's a good joke. No, that, that, on multiple levels, too. <laughs> well, we're coming in hot today, folks. Uh, probably the best joke you'll hear the entire episode I off hope the bat. Um, and uh, this is Dome with Banfamania, the world's number one freestyle rap comedy podcast. We have our estranged roommate back in action. It's, we've been seeing more of him lately. He comes back like every two weeks. Uh, I nice. think he's in the military. What, what have you I'm been doing? I'm on a military base. You're yeah. on a military base, but yeah, you're... Yeah. you're uh, uh, but I'm currently doing a project under Google and McCarthy. No which way. Working on an air hangar. He's a union guy, you know. He's a uh, he, he gets he's he's on his way to becoming a journeyman. Well, yeah, industrial. You know what painter. I mean? What is it? Uh, which one could argue kind of gay, right? Journeyman. No? Fuck. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I fucked up the screen. Uh, well, it seems like it's coming back. Somebody told me that they didn't like knowing what you look like, Richard. They didn't like. Yeah, they oh, were yeah. like, I hate knowing what Richard looks like. That makes sense. And I was like, I'm white. I hate it. I hate myself too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think <laughs> hate yourself, dude. I think that, you know, I think they just liked the mystery of not knowing what you look like, and now that they know, they're like, mystery's all gone. There is, um, yeah. I, I kind of like the idea of uh, there at least being a little bit of mystery, but yeah, no, this is. We should. Should we start over? Like, uh, I feel like we have we've hit a little bit of a brick wall here. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's back. Hey, we're good. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> Interrupted. Right. We, uh, yeah, we should we should figure out a way to like make that never happen again. Somehow. I know. It's you just know? There, like, is, there. There's no way of confirming that. Also, you kind of rushed me in before I had verified that Richard looked good in the camera, and then all of a sudden I was like, okay, we're not ready. Which I get that you like the spontaneity of just jumping in, but... I saw no indicators that we weren't ready to roll. We were all sitting down, the camera was there. I, I heard no indication that the camera wasn't ready, and uh, it looked good to me, so... <laughs> Yo, fucking it up. We got this, the episode start passive-aggressively, and you know we gonna do it so gracefully. We're over here, and uh, we don't know, LBC. Uh, yeah, I ain't passive. Uh, what you know, my, it's massive Uh, yeah, it's never flaccid And actually, that's becoming an issue for me Did you just censor dick in your own rhymes? Is it because you're trying to get the, the video to work online Past the censorship stuff? I don't know, man, I think you need your bitch fucked You need your dick Whoa. sucked I don't know why I just know that you are not a hell of a guy Why would I try? And why would I look fly on the podcast? I'm wearing Ninja Turtle shit on my ass. Uh, I'm kind of insecure about the fact that I talk about my nuts and sack a lot. And uh, I don't want to reference my cock. But there I go again. It's not great for friends. No, it's not. You can't. That's, it's, it's funny because... Uh, Every now and then, I, I want uh, I want to use like my my dick and balls for yeah. allegory and yeah. general conversation. 
you can't do that. Did your watch just talk to you? My watch was like, that's not nice. My watch looks way too fancy to talk. Your watch just scolded you? Uh, I think I accidentally enabled the S-I-R-I. Call that a scold watch. That's the second best joke you'll hear this episode. I I didn't get it. It's like gold. Oh. Sounds like gold, folks. Uh, I I had a... I had a moment like that at the open mic this week. Uh, okay, I, I the, my first three jokes landed, and then the fourth one, uh, complete ghost town. And what was the fourth one? Well, I was doing I was doing a, a bunch of bits on Palestine, and so I was like, oh, the Arabs, the Palestinians are really losing at the Arab-Israeli conflict. You can tell by the fact that the word Palestine isn't even in the name of the conflict. And crickets. Which, <laughs> that's a pretty it kind of over my head, though. Yeah, no, that's a thinker. You know what I mean? And I, I, that, that audience, I don't think they're thinking. No, and there, you know? unfortunately, they thought about the wrong thing because at the end of the whole thing, I was like, sorry about the anti-Semitism. And I said that as an insecurity, just like trying to be funny. And then this dude in the crowd was like, do you know what the word Semitic means? You know what <laughs> the word, do you look it up? And then he starts looking it up. And I'm like, dude, we're just trying to be funny and... It sucked. I hated this dude it's so just, bad. Yeah, that's that's weird that he would. He should have uh, been your favorite. So imme- he would immediately come at you with his agenda like that. And, and also, he, you he, were just there telling some jokes. And he had already done like five minutes about how he's paranoid and smokes weed and watches the news. So this was is it like, a good five? No, it was pretty bad. This is this was like the black Alex Jones. <laughs> I feel like that guy could have made you shine. If you just let him bash you, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. Well, no, I, I tried just, to I tried <laughs> to go with it, but it just was, it was uncomfortable. And then he kept on like, but at one point. It wasn't he, really a heckle though, right? He was just kind of trying to educate you real quick. I was trying to get off stage. Like I was, <laughs> I was wrapping up mm-hmm. and he wouldn't let me wrap up concisely. And then also. Why didn't you tell him that? That would have been hilarious. I did. <laughs> I, I, I tried to be like, yo, we're just trying to get through this. You don't need to clarify to me what it means. All this shit. Um, and he was also playing NBA 2K on his phone during somebody else's set. Chach. That sucks. This dude was a fucking bitch, dude. Yeah. I, man, I don't know. When you have conspiracy brain, you really kind of you lose touch. You don't know how to speak to people anymore. Okay, but there's a certain degree of conspiracy that you do need to be like, oh, shit. Well, Jet about- fuel doesn't. Just melt. Yeah, there was a, there was a part of me today. It was like, okay, I see what what all these guys are get, who are getting in trouble for anti-Semitism are saying here. They, what they what they should be saying, you know, they reword it a little bit. Don't include anything that hints at Jewishness, and you just talk about like the elite businessmen or whatever. Yeah, and then maybe you do it in a Yiddish accent. <laughs> I I I did a I did a Yiddish accent. You did? I said uh, another bit that I did. Oh. Yo, uh, I was doing Yiddish. Uh, and then the crowd started acting skittish. They were like, I hope this dude is about to finish. Yup, I'm at the finish line, feeling this fine. This dude broke out the Yiddish accent. At the Whoa. open mic, he went to last night and it went poorly. You think that he, as a Palestinian man, he could use that accent, surely? Yeah, it was feeling real bad. Uh, it was making me feel sad. Uh, yeah, I had to call my dad and be like, yo, please help me, bro. Habibi, my son, what's going on? I told you to give up on being a calm. Mick, you, uh, you still live with that Mick? That makes me sick. I wish you would uh, eat a dick. 
Uh, me and a couple of mix, uh, flipping the bricks. Feeling real sick, yeah. Uh, I'm about to go hit a lick. Mm. Mm. When David says he's about to hit a lick, he's talking about ice cream. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sometimes eating less isn't the answer. Sometimes eating more is the answer. It is, dude. Uh, I haven't had an ice cream cone that you know you lick in a long ass time. It seems not the most. I I would say I wouldn't lick my ice cream cones. I would use my tongue as like a spoon and sort of stab into the top of the ice and like. Kind of I don't have time scoop. to lick my ice cream anymore. Yeah, so you be you, you oh, be yeah. doing the tongue at the tongue spoon. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, tongue spoon it is. What anymore. what do you make or break question here, Dave? I feel like I'm I'm biting into ice cream basically. Oh, if it's a, if it's a cone, I'm like. <laughs> well, it's the it's the one way to avoid sticky. Fingers, he tries to eat the whole thing in one bite as a as a personal challenge. Don't let children touch you because they're always licking their ice cream cones and it's dripping on their hands and shit. I agree. You can always assume that children will have sticky fingers at any time of the day. I just don't like when people touch me. <laughs> you know, like I don't want other people to touch me you usually. Know, odd as it sounds, people actually seek that out. You know what I mean? Touch? Uh, yeah, someone's touch. That's from, true. From loved ones, <laughs> not from a stranger. I don't know. I, I say stranger. Some say people, people. want to be touched by strangers. Let me I say think. this. I have a coworker who has a weird perception of personal space and it's weird because she'll get like oddly close she'll touch my like shoulder and like hand and i'm always like but she's like engaged to a man you know what i'm saying like i think she just has a weird perception of personal space have, have you tried that like, like as like, a tool to like make people hear you out that's just it's 2022 you it's can't not touch cool people, yeah you know and, and you, like, know, you can get can away with it because she's a woman right and she's like very sweet and kind and we all love her but i'm like yo this is in, in a professional setting this in, is strange in three years she probably won't be able to get away with that but like currently she's you know there's there's a, there's a protection there odds are she's not the one doing the harassment no it, and it, she's also one of two women in the workplace uh, that i'm at so um all the men are like, we're cool with this. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't, we, we don't mind feeling love, even though it's just uh, out of the, uh, out of the result of her just not perceiving it as strange. Like you, you've met these people who are odd, get clo oddly close to your face. What's funny is we're all we're all hearing this from David secondhand, and f for all we know, like. She just maybe looked at him a little too long. And no, he's like this this lady is is touching everyone at work. <laughs> no, she's bro, touching me with my. There's multiple multiple instances where like she'll like either touch my shoulder or like touch my hand and hold it for like five seconds. Hand, okay, yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm like holding my hand there while she holds it, and I'm like, what do I do now? A like, handhold. I would be like, are we fucking? Right yeah, now? like what the hell? <laughs> she did this like this week, bro, and I was like. I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, I, I, I like her as a person, and I don't mind if she touches me. But at the same time, if I wasn't, like, if I was 18, I'd be like, oh, my God, it's going down. You'd be torqued <laughs> up for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, no, yeah, that's not I cool. I think it's just because it's a professional setting. Because it's so much more acceptable at, like, bars. And, and one of the biggest places for me, like, festivals and stuff. 
Like sometimes you can't even hear people. Okay. So you get up on them and be friendly kind of thing. Get up on them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could see that. Like That's you, a different like, context. You pat them on the okay. shoulder and then you pat them on the chest at the same time. Like, you're, yo, right. But think about you're like, comparing a fucking rave. That's to, what I'm saying. Like, it's a setting. Storefront at Verizon. Yeah, yeah, like, That's <laughs> why I clarify professional. Yeah. They're like, they're like our fluorescent lights everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can see the acne on people's faces. There's literally vivid. someone sucking someone off in the corner. Yeah. That's at the, I think he's talking about the rave. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was. Ta- I thought I guess you were also talking. No, about I was. I was talking about the. <laughs> I was like, they're sucking people off at the store, dude. Something funny happened. Um, this plumber came to the store to fix the toilet while I was I was in the back just like working on emails or whatever, and the dude while he was fixing while his coworker was fixing the toilet, he was like, oh, I need to pay my bill, and I was like, oh yeah, I can help you. So I helped this guy. Turns out he was really fly. And I sold him a couple things. Turns out he's into plumbing. Yo, I'm into plumbing here to fill your pipes. What you know, it is the job I like. Yep. I went to a school. It was a trade school. I trained every day. Yeah, now I am cool. I work on the pipes and I work on the plumbing. I went to Verizon to show them some loving. I checked out their plumbing and it was real whack. And so I b- broke my back fixing it's a fact. Uh, the issue was that the toilet wouldn't fill. And he said that he was gonna go to Jonah Hills Right after seeing us I was like, yo, seeing Jonah is a must uh. Yo, that dude was great in Superbad That was the best movie that I ever have seen I love, it's my favorite comedy You know, with Michael Sarah, bro uh, I don't wanna bring up Moneyball Cause I know that that'll make me fall out of the good vibes that I built up <laughs> yeah. for myself. That movie was a big disappointment. Um, this dude literally came to fix the toilet and I was like, oh, what's up, man? And he's like, oh, yeah, I have a business account. So I like started selling this dude shit in the back and he was like, yeah, I'm about to go to Jonah Hill's house to fix his toilet. And I was like, whoa. And then the rest of our interaction, I kept on making Jonah Hill jokes. I was like, well, I don't want to keep the Wolf of Wall Street waiting. And they laughed at that. Even though he wasn't the wolf, but he was in the Wolf of Wall Street. He was one of the wolves. Yeah. And then I I He was in the pack. Yeah, yeah. You met Jonah Hill? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so lost. The plumber is going to the hills place after. The hill. (laughs) Yeah. Jonah Hill probably lives in the the hills. hills. It's a hills place. He was the size of a hill at one point. (laughs) Yes. Well, he fluctuates. That dude, uh, uh, I I saw him walking down Beverly Hills one day and- he had the full like um like slim shady uh bleached hair thing going on. I feel like that's kind of made a comeback where like grown ass men are bleaching their hair. He wasn't doing that for a role? I think no, this was when he was directing 1990 or whatever. Yo, that movie sucked. Yeah, that movie was Did so you watch whack. that? Yeah, we watched it together. Oh my god, though. I remember the whole time I was like what the hell is this bullshit? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like it's like Jonah Hill's idea of what he wishes his childhood was like. <laughs> it was like a, a movie about nostalgia Brutal. of the yeah, 90s. It was such a dumb movie. Damn, People dude. liked that movie, though. I was like, what the fuck? It, it's, 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 it was kind of like it reminded me of uh, what Perks of Being a Wallflower, where like I remember liking that movie. Uh, now that I'm just looking back on what that movie was about and how it plays out, I'm like, yeah, no, that movie sucked. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. What? No, I dude, liked that movie. Right, you liked it when you were what, twenty? Yeah, dude. It you, was emotional. You, it was an emotional grabber. Like it was very engaging. No, yeah, it's because time. Richard was also. <laughs> we don't. I know we joke about it, but it's actually a very tragic fact. It's, it, we're able to joke about it because he suppresses it and hasn't yes. accepted it as a reality. 
Yes, uh, <laughs> Jesus, and it's so true that it has caused. You had nothing a halt. to do with it, <laughs> <laughs> bro. How how long have you had that shirt, dude? You brought out a classic. Yeah, dude. This is uh, this is probably like six years old. I think at this point. Bro, you should just go Q through shirt. your wardrobe real quick, dude. Like, uh, Alex, Alex, did you wear that? Did you got get that shirt at the Schoolboy Q concert? No, uh, actually, I got this at a the Goodwill a couple months after the concert. So I assume someone else got this shirt at that concert Alex and then was, dropped it off at the Goodwill, and then I fucking scooped this thing, and it was rad. Uh, was, that old Goodwill though that we used to go to in fucking Grand Rapids, bro. Yo. The new Goodwills that we have here, they don't fucking Hit the compare. Same. No. no, not even no. close. When we were at, uh, like, you used to be able to go to a Goodwill and get an entire Halloween costume there. Like, you'd have options. You would be like, oh, I could be different create, things instead create of your just, own like costumes. Yeah. Kind of thing. But anyway, that was enough jerking off goodwill. <laughs> I, re I remember you fucking were in the front just raging. and uh, That was all right. Yeah, no. I, that, what was cool is that uh, fucking, um, who was the, the opening act? Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad was there, too. And he was fucking kicking ass. Yeah, but, dude. I was uh, I was in the back with strep oh, throat. Oh, you were sick. I had strep throat, and somebody handed me the blunt. And I was like, whatever. And I hit the blunt with strep and then passed it. And just, oh, yeah, you, I started coronavirus, basically. Hell yeah. I used to get strep a lot, dude. Yeah, well, you probably still do. No, I, I haven't. I had that tonsillitis once before the R.A. the Rugged Man show. Well, no, I think it's because you don't, like, do coke as much anymore. Yeah, that's probably it. And uh, That's probably I, it. I feel like if you were putting more shit up your nose on a regular basis, you'd get strep throat again. Oh, uh, you'd think so. I think so. But nobody else got strep. Right, but you had a shitty throat. I thought that was like the the, the consensus. And I think, they they were like talking about taking your tonsils out at one yeah, point. Yeah, dude, and I was like, no, not taking these out. Which why not, bro? bro? Because that shit is like the your tonsils help you protect you from infection. Like, How? It sounds it, like they weren't helping you. Well, I kept on fucking with them. I was like, hey, tonsils, check this out. I'm about to put some crazy shit in my mouth. And my nose, and my ears, and my butt, and also my urethra. Yeah, I'm in Ibiza. Yo, these tonsils, what's with them? I think they causing problems with my system. Oh, you saying that they protect from infection? Well, I've never heard of that. Miss me, man. Next, friend. Uh, with my next friend, he had an infection. And also, I had the detection device. And I looked in his hair and he had light. Just snip them on out, snip those tonsils right snip now. I wish I didn't have tonsils, oh wow. And I get to eat ice cream in my hospital gown. And that's just how it is, oh wow. Yeah, I had tonsillitis. Uh, I developed into gingivitis. Uh, yeah, look at my irises. Both of them, the super lit. My tonsils, I need to be responsible and take care of them. Yo, pass the bowl. Oh, wait, don't, because <laughs> it's going to burn my hole. And by the hole, I mean my throat, yo. Hey bro, and when we had fucking um, uh, bugs, when we had bed bugs at the apartment, uh, some old Jewish man came and sprayed dust all over our place. Was he Jewish or was he just bearded and weird? I guess I just, I, I in the store, in my head, I remember him as Jewish, but He's, you're right. He, he seemed super Hasidic. Yeah. But he, he didn't have like the curls and it, he didn't have an accent or he, anything. He wasn't like... Your bugs will be gone. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. We'll get these bugs out too sweet. Um, and the dust was all over our apartment. They got It got rid of the bugs, but then I started to develop just like a pulmonary issue. 
in addition to the fact that I was smoking cigarettes and other shit um, irresponsibly, but I swear for like three months, I, I developed asthma. And it was because of this dust was all over the apartment. And I remember when we notified the landlord, the landlord was like, that's your problem. I was like, get a blower, blow it out. No, no, you, you notified the landlord. If I recall correctly, you notified the landlord about the bugs. And she was like, that's your problem. And that's why we went down this avenue of because instead of getting the house fumigated, we went with this alternative pest control guy who had the big ass bushy beard. And what he did instead of, you know, a fumigation thing with chemicals. He had this strange dust that he would sprinkle around the edges of the entire apartment, like every corner of it. <laughs> and what it was supposedly how it worked is like uh, the bed bugs and termites or whatever. They they mainly when they cross floors, they, they stick to the sides of the walls and whatnot. And, and so they get they run through the dust and the dust apparently sucks all their moisture out and they die from just dehydrating live can you imagine just <laughs> if someone sucked all of the water out of your body right now i wish i wish someone would that would be what what a crazy way to die that would be that would be i think they used to back in the roman days they used to skin the christians and then put them in salt yeah i've seen that not Damn. not personally i've heard of it i should say i haven't seen it yeah that's uh, a terrible way I would, to die i would den- i would deny christ immediately I'd be like, <laughs> what you're gonna you? do what now? i'd be like i'd be like hail zeus as soon what? as they talked about skinning me i'd be like <laughs> wait that there's a possibility i could be skinned there is no god yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that would i would that's immediately i would be converted just by the fact of the of the horror of what was happening <laughs> yeah. i was like a, a, you guys don't see the beautiful picture that it paints how is it beautiful richard martyrdom no yeah these pagans are skinning these christians so they can show that their their savior is more powerful than their pain my savior loves my savior lives so it's it's a beautiful martyrdom it's like how when you what you just watched that movie martyrs didn't you dave uh is it you mean the one is it with um uh no it's it's in it's a spanish language film i thought i swear you were talking about watching it at one point and then uh i thought maybe you'd seen it no but that's uh, a big part of that movie is a person getting skinned alive in order to (laughs) get as close to death as possible without actually dying so that they can like see heaven or something what about that what about that um i think it's a scorsese film with uh andrew oh you're thinking of nicholas cage no nicholas cage is in a scorsese no no it's a scorsese movie with liam neeson and is it Scorsese or is it? I think it's Scorsese. So it's about like a priest in oh, Japan. Oh, Silence. Is it Silence? Yeah. No, it's called something else. It's called, it's called Apostate. No, it's called Silence. Is it called Silence? Yeah. And it's uh, Andrew Garfield and uh, yeah, and, uh, and and how that really. I, I watched that movie. I don't remember anything that fucking happened in that movie except for the one major scene that everyone talks about where they're like they're all being crucified in the ocean, which oh, was yeah. kind of cool. Jeez. That was, that was well, a no, sick scene. Work? No, when, so basically how it is is at low tide, they oh. hang these priests up on the cross to make an example of them, and, and the, the tide keeps rising. And, and it keeps on just yeah. slapping them in the face. And yeah, it's just salt tortured. wounds. It, like, it was a sucks. crazy scene. Yeah, and that was a Scorsese joint. I can't believe Scorsese, yo, it wasn't on point. Yo, that dude's making religious films now. What's up with that, bro? Oh my God! Wow. Uh, yeah. If I was told I'd be crucified, uh, if I denied that Christ had died, I'd be like, Yo, I don't give a fuck. Yo, let me go back to suck. It's an interesting predicament. I gotta sacrifice myself to prove a point. 
But whatever, man, I'll do it, man, and smoke the doinks, because I'll be out in heaven, man, enjoying life. Uh, yeah, being a martyr is useless, uh, I'd rather hail Confucius, uh, just to confuse this group of peeps that want to crucify me. Uh, not a martyr, I'd rather be a farter. Deny Christ, more like... All my life, that's what I do. I got the flatulations, not flagellations. No, I don't do that. I don't need persuasion. <laughs> wow. That's a Yo, hit. I'm going to grab another beer. All right, yeah, get that beer. Give me a beer too, please. Give me a beer. Yes. Right? Um, I was going to say. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I have to pee as well. Oh, so right, this might break, be a good break, time yeah. to hit him with the piss. I'll be right back. Off mic, we discussed how Richard listened to every Harry Potter book in like a week and a half, and it's because he's listening yeah, to them. Week. At, he's listening to them at like two x speed, which we've discussed this on a different podcast. That still doesn't take away from the fact that he is consumed. It's the content. So what is it? And I'm, six books, right? Seven. Seven Harry Potter books in a week. That That's, to me seems dangerous and it's because at your work you're able to well it might be dangerous well, in the aspect that you're not paying attention no, dude, to your he's work. opening up his soul to witchcraft if i'm at work for 11 <laughs> hours i get at least nine hour consumption and <laughs> i like that you call it a nine hour consumption like I'm you're dying from a plague in the, the 1800s <laughs> like, <it's, Yeah. laughs> like it's a binge i'm turning into light no <laughs> there there doesn't come a point where you're like i want to listen to something else uh, most of the time I do when I get that urge. It's usually on a Friday when I'm ready for a weekend, but it didn't happen like that because I was I knew I had to go back to work in 30-something hours. And and you said the books are better than the movies. Yeah. Why? Just because it's more of a complete story. Like the characters show their true characters, like their characteristics through the book because it's more explained. You get more in Harry's head. And you also mentioned that if you had the opportunity, you might change your name to Sirius. <laughs> no, I said that's a cool name. But <laughs> Richard was like, it made it, me think there's way cooler names than Richard out there. Richard was like, would you guys change the name? And I was like, I was like of the podcast. And he was like, no, no, like your name. And then we asked him why, and he was like, "Well, I've been listening to Harry Potter lately. <laughs> it's just the weirdest the, the bo a book with like that's notorious for having strange names. Right. Like usually the people's names in that book are like uh, Harold uh, Cobblesbottom, Hagrid. Or, yeah, <laughs> I feel like everybody who says the the name Hagrid is yelling it. Even over. Lestrange is a cool name. Lestrange, yo, Bellatrix. that's a, that's a that sounds like you know a one night stand. Yeah, I I, I'm, I'm gonna go get some Lestrange down at the, <laughs> that French bar. I'm, I'm gonna la pipe her down. <laughs> la pipe. That would have been a funny Harry Potter character. Um, this is suck a I'm dick's a la pipe. <laughs> Trying to keep the dick talk to a minimum, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, well, you know, you know what happened? I was editing the the Rue and Lou episode. I think it's 124. Go check it out. And yes. I was like, every freestyle, I come back to just talking about penises, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck, dude, what's going on with me? I've tried to get you out of this rut before, bro, but it's it's a it's a dick and balls rut, and it's because we're men, you know. It's, is that it's, what it, it is? It is like the most important part of us, you know. We. Isn't that what you value the most about yourself as a man? Your dick and balls? No, man. What? Of course. Well, you, do. you don't see yourself as a man without it. Well, is this a trans conversation now? No, because there are you can be a woman and have a dick and balls, David. Come on. Miss me with that. 
miss me with that uh, shit. I you, guess I guess this turf is, fucker. This well, I guess we are talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> so. say, yeah. Um, I mean, Sirius is the best one you think out of all the names? Because I think no. Richard. I think no. Richard is better than Ron. Richard is better than Ron. I don't know. Ron's cool. <laughs> I yeah, think, I think. It, <laughs> Sorry, oh, oh. we we also have a really good friend. I, I think Richard's better <laughs> than Ronald. Funny. What about what about? Uh, are there great Richards? Uh, King Richard. Yeah, there, there was a, a several. There was like a whole lineage of King Richards. Richard Nixon. Yeah, there's a lot of Richards. He wasn't a crook, apparently. He wasn't. Well, I think I think my bro- me and my brothers were named after kings. But so, we all have saints. So you you weren't named after Nixon, is what I was saying. actually named after a bishop. That would suck to like. You're named after someone who is like important to your family, but they also share a name with someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Richard, that was that's such a common name. You know. I hate but, it. Yeah. I hate it when um people give like normal names to dogs, and then a situation happens where it's like, oh, I'm David, and then the person's like, that's my dog's name. <laughs> Well, uh, one of the, maybe this might interest you guys. And it is Christmas season, so whatever. Is it? Yo, technically it isn't Christmas. Rich, miss me with this shit. Because unless Thanksgiving has happened, you shouldn't be talking about Christ's birth, man. Yo, it's the age-old debate. Fa-la-la-la-la, is it too early or too late? Bra-ba-bra, I don't know. I'm over here trying to hang up some Christmas lights or miss a show. Yo, fuck the holidays, uh, year round, yeah, I'm in a haze. Cause I'm smoking on the vapes and hitting on the Michelobes. Uh, I hear the Christmas jingles in my earlobes. Yo, who's this dude doing carols? Who? It's fucking November 24th, yo. I don't know why. It's not even Thanksgiving. I don't want to see them Christmas lights. I want to die. Uh, remember the 25th of December? Yup. I'm not gonna pretend, sir, like uh, it's Christmas yet. I wanna bet uh, that I never let that tree go up. Remember the 14th of December. <laughs> What's that? Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor bro. Harbor. <laughs> Come on, dude. I. Dude, I'm I'm not from a Hawaii. We were attacked. <laughs> we were attacked. <laughs> American soil. They. Anyway. Um, Unreal. I. I <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've been watching Band of Brothers. You guys got to get on that shit, man. The greatest generation ever. They fought for our freedom, my guys. I don't have time to watch quality television. Like Easy I only, company. I only watch TV while I'm like falling asleep. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Um, I feel like since uh, I've cut back on the drinking a little bit, my attention span is coming back, that's and that's good, why yeah. I've been able to consume all these shows lately while I edit my my videos and whatever. But uh, Band of Brothers has been a good one so far. I'm in the middle of it. Fucking. What's funny is it's from 2001, so I'm. I assume it was made in reaction oh, right, yeah. to 9/11 to like sort of put a patriotic fire in the bellies of whomever is watching. But it. I mean, the way television works, it must have been already in the works. And then 9/11 happened, and they were like, "All right, you're you're probably right." 9/11 happened, and they were like, "All right, this show is more important than ever." You're right, yeah, because it is. It's got very high production value, and one one of the things that's cool about it is each episode is about a different like historic battle that Easy Company was involved in, and they they you know they start each episode with interviews from actual people who are in Easy Company. Whoa! And then at the end, they have little informational bits. that the Battle of So and So, uh, 
is still used today at West Point as the uh, definitive definition of how to approach this type of warfare. Blah blah blah. And it's and so that's that shit kind of hits I, for me. I'm I like, feel like we, it's like a Ken Burns documentary. I think we both have a similar opinion about uh, war movies in general. Like it's difficult to make one that that I like, but the ones that I do like fucking hit super yeah, they, hard, but it's usually because of character development. It's not the war aspect. 100% you're invested in like the brotherhood. That yeah. Is going like on. if saving private Ryan didn't have fucking Vin Diesel and Matt mm-hmm. Damon and Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and all these fucking people in it, I probably wouldn't give a shit about the war itself. It's the character development, which they, when I was at boarding school, they made us watch saving private Ryan because then our like junior trip was to Normandy. So we went to like that uh, graveyard with all the crosses. That's pretty cool. Oh, and shit. I remember walking throughout that entire graveyard just looking for the one that had Matt Damon's character's name. And I couldn't find that shit. That would be hard to find. They probably, probably didn't ma- die. <laughs> yeah, they probably made it for that movie or something. Yeah, uh, I, I, I just remember being like, is this Hollywood movie really accurate, uh, an accurate representation of what the the whole Normandy thing was? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, the way that Band of Brothers is is played out, it makes it seem like it's super accurate. But, you know, you know, with all that shit that's historic, how much of it is played up, how much of it isn't, you know? It's just the history segment. Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> long you. dead history <laughs> segment that we Forever. put out of its misery mercifully um what was i gonna say oh yeah there's a scene in saving private ryan where the medic i can't remember who plays the medic uh but he gets shot in the liver and he he knows that that's a fatal shot he's like oh god it's my liver and then he's like just leave me because <laughs> he knows he's like got the he's got the medical knowledge he's like this is it for me nah fuck leave me give him your pistol and be like shoot me in the head real quick oh <laughs> would you do that as long as i'm not shooting myself it might be easier why because a gut wound is just extremely painful. But I mean, you're gonna put that on somebody else right now. And be like, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's less. People have done more. It's less. <laughs> it's less tragic to have your homie just off you than to be like, just go, guys. That was friendly fire was a thing because all, like the uh, at least at least in Band of Brothers, I'm yeah. basing my knowledge of well, of World War II <laughs> on what I've seen in the first four episodes of Band of Brothers. Uh, all these dudes were new to that warfare shit. They had never been to that war. They had never fucked a bitch. Yo, so they see a guy in a uniform and they just let the bullets fly. Yo, there's been a couple times where they shoot their own mans uh, there. Oh, you're in a band? Yeah, of brothers. Yeah, my brothers and fuck all the others. Yeah, and we're doing this for our families. Yeah, our mothers. Yeah, I wanna fucking kill yeah, some Muslims. I just assumed that HBO Max, they got the facts. They got it right. They wrote the show, they did it tight. For sure. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes and ep. Yeah, what the heck? I wanna know what happened to World War II in Germany, dude. Yeah, you know, HBO, yeah, they owned by Warner Bros. And I think that those is owned by AT&T. And that's why the production value is to a T. Well, this was from 2001 i don't think they had been Yo. absorbed by that at that point the the casualties of war the reason why they say casualties of war is because they don't want to explain to like parents and shit like oh sorry you got your son got shot in the back of the fucking head 
You know what I mean? By your, your someone else right behind them. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It, it happens more often than, than you could think. Uh, isn't that a trope in war movies? Like a, a general at mom's house knocking on the door. He takes his hat off and he, she sees him through the window. And There's also this one scene. This guy who got shot three times got three separate purple hearts for each bullet wound. But then this other dude played by Donnie Wahlberg, who basically survived an RPG hitting him, <laughs> didn't doesn't get a purple heart because he didn't bullet. he didn't actually get shot. <laughs> and there's this scene where he's over there like, man, this guy gets three purple hearts. <laughs> Damn, it, that I didn't realize what what kind of person fucking rocks those purple hearts you know what i'm saying those, I, I would rock a purple heart bro i would only have i would wear one of them though if i had okay. gotten three of them i don't think i'd rock them all triple but pearl. bro I, it would be the only medal i wore you know how there's some people where they got medals for fucking you tie the knot the fastest i assume i don't it, know it is but, uh, it is ironic that we're diving into some war material because of it being veterans day yesterday i was at b-dubs and i was sitting in the bar area and they had set up a table and they had poured like a, a tall boy and they had a little flag and like something folded and there was a table for our fallen no soldiers. Way. I swear, An empty dude. table yeah. with beer poured. With a beer sitting there. Just and I was like and there was a little flag on there and like a a framed thing with words on it. I didn't read it, but I was like, honestly, respect. I was B-dubs. like, damn, they poured one out for the homies right here. B Dub's doing that's their That's exactly part. it. It's got to be homies. But like, I mean, it's got to be someone who actively like was a veteran. Here's no. the thing: I feel like you pour one out on Memorial Day. Veterans Day is they're still kicking. Veterans Day are the they're well, still alive. Plus, it was he, only one. The beer. veteran himself probably went over there and did it because he has. Because it makes him think about no, that. Dude, what should have been his? Business. No, the, this in, was, the the business yeah, did it. The, 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 there's no way the business would sanction letting one of their tables not be used be unless f- it was them doing it. It's you know funny I mean? because that the that's the it's the bar and then like the tall seat the the tall tables where everybody can. It's just, uh, not assigned seating. It's just uh, first come first serve. It'd be funny if somebody just pulled up to that table and was like, "Oh, free beer," and they just sat down. And <laughs> uh, maybe that's not. You would funny. drink a you drink a stray beer. <laughs> I mean, I would assume somebody else is drinking it, but there's hey, if, something about if it's full and it's just sitting there, you're like, there's no coaster on top of that shit. It had been sitting there for a while because like the it had um, the foam part had gone away, so you could tell okay, oh, this beer has been sitting here. Yikes. And part of me is like, you know what? That's honestly an allegory. B Dubs is being cool, but at the same time, they're trying to be like, look, we care about veterans. And it's more about them than about veterans at that point. When you think of it that way, I mean, you know what? Shout out to the vets. But at the same time, I think that B-Dubs, as a sports bar, they are trying to appeal to, oh. like, American-y guys. You're right. You know, You're so right. they want to have that little patriotic shit going down. What about what about wearing the, the military outfit out in public and uh, once, you're, once you're not uh, I, one of the guys? Anyway. I want to know what Hooters. You mean after you're dishonorably discharged no, from the military? Dis- not dishonorably. You're a vet, but you're not in combat. Why are you still wearing the fit? I think there's actually you're supposed to. I think it's like a thing they make you do it. What? No, they don't. I no, swear, you just can't afford new clothes. No, I'm I'm pretty sure like if you're <laughs> in the military and you have to like fly for any reason, you or no, you know what? I'm talking no, about my ass. No, they're doing. I think that it's sh- only if you're going to war you have to wear your uniform. Here's no. the thing: if you're in the military, I'm cool with you getting like bumped up to first class, all this shit. But the airline knows that you're a uh, active duty. Without you wearing the fit, 
You're wearing the fit so that I know. I swear I have read somewhere that there are occasions where it is actually required for them to be wearing their uniform in public. Okay. But I, I'm not going to take that away. I do believe that there are people who wear it just to be like, yeah, guys, I'm in the military. It's, this, it's the reason why stolen valor exists. You know, uh, People get discounts at uh, Dunkin' Donuts if they show up wearing their uniform. And they'd be like, yeah, let me get the military discount. And most people won't ask to see proof because that would be disrespectful or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you go, if you guys go on YouTube and look up Stolen Valor Compilation. Yo, these fucking uh, chevrons, they're not in the right order, man. I don't know why you do that, the bumbaclad. You dressed up in the army, thought you uh, don't do that a lot. Under most circumstances, members of the armed services can be punished under the uniform comb of the military justice that's if they're in the armed services and i'm talking about the people who never served a day in their life you little bitch and that's just how it is they show up and they wear the uniform and get some free shit so you're talking about stolen valor but i get it yo i need to fucking holler holler at a homie in Dubai and be like, yo, why your uniform so fly? Yo, I wonder if they have these stringent uniform uh, uh, rules over there in the Middle East. Yo, that would be weird, right? That dude's got a beard, right? That was the worst freestyle we've done yet. <laughs> uh, by the direction of the United States Army, the following force protection measures are in effect. Uniforms are prohibited while traveling. Yeah, we're by we're reading a PDF right now about <laughs> actual uniform guidelines. I feel like this is something that uh, uh, I, we're not going to find the this answer is, to. This isn't the answer? Okay. <laughs> well, what what did you search? Because uh, you're notorious for... Do active duty military have to wear a uniform? Yeah, it's not a good Google search. Uh, off post? Maybe when, when do airplanes. active military have to... Maybe we could get like a... I would say do active Whoa. If members. You're, if you're honorably discharged, you can keep one uniform to wear home. However, as a veteran, you can wear the uniform or your grade at any time you like. But you don't have to. It doesn't say you have to. No. What are the rules of wearing a military uniform? No person except a member of the U.S. Army. Okay. This I, is all just saying that if you're not in the military, yeah. you can't use it. But it's not saying anything about... Is being, military supposed to wear a uniform? I don't think... There's nothing here about like they... When are military people allowed to wear uniforms outside of the military? I don't think there's a rule about... There, I don't think there's a rule about you can't wear it all the time. You know what I'm saying? This, I don't know. I guess in... it. If if you are right and and which you might be, I, I'm not going to say you're not. That the, like there's a good amount of people out there just wearing their uncomfortable and thick, heavy military uniform just for the fuck of it, just because they can and they want to get that clout, that military clout. That is like disturbing. That's a that's that's a, a personality trait of a mentally that or disabled they're, person. They're, they're proud of where they're at. Off post, they're, they're proud of where they're at in the same way that a, a kid who just got his favorite like Stitch costume is proud of it or whatever. It's like I gotta fucking wear this shit. But military is actually meaningful. Oh my god, Richard! <laughs> Richard does not know how to play devil's advocate. <laughs> Jeez, can you please do a fucking That's when you hit the Latin crickets, yeah. prayer real quick? Yo, 
It seems like the army has seriously lightened up on wearing the utility uniforms off post as long as it does not involve drinking alcohol or being in a place where uh, where that is the primary activity. So the it's not required. It's just you have to not wear it if you're involved in some hedonistic shit. Hmm. But the people wearing it to like a baseball game are doing it to get on the fucking jumbotron and like... I'm cool with you wearing it, but let's just acknowledge the fact that you're wearing it because you feel like, yo, I serve this country. I deserve some recognition, which I agree you do. But wearing it in like a social yeah, setting no, is it, egotistical. Any, any sort of uh, I deserve recognition move, even if technically you do, to express that you do immediately nullifies the me wanting to ever give that to you. I just hate it because I always come off as super anti-military, uh, like or anti-veterans, which I'm, I'm obviously not. <laughs> like I, I appreciate people letting us fucking do podcasts and and make dick jokes, but it's clearly an institution or like the whole structure is filled of like normal ass dudes who otherwise would be cops who all would do like some heinous shit. hundred percent. But because they're in the military, it's like, all right, this is a great person now. And a lot of the times they're not. So you're fucking rocking the suit out in public. This isn't funny. Fuck me, dude. It's, it's not funny, but it holds a lot of truth. I, I agree with you a lot. I'm on just that. saying that shit is not comfortable. I mean, I guess it's convenient. It has all those pockets. And if, <laughs> if, if some shit goes down, you can lay on some grass and maybe disguise I also, I, yourself. I think that a lot of people that join the military aren't very intelligent. And this is not a, uh, a thing. Let him run for a let second. Me, let me run here. Because uh, uh, the institution itself obviously has its purposes, its noble purposes. And there are plenty of competent people in the military. But I think that it is a, it's like a stereotype and a trope that kids who have no idea and zero direction in life and they're yeah. not smart enough to make something of themselves on their own terms when high school ends they join the military it's 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 there you know i feel like that's a you can't refute that yeah uh joaquin phoenix in signs yo i just got too inclined that you check that movie out his whole character was him not knowing what to do with his life sir yo real life is scary so after i graduate high school i joined the military uh and yeah, I'm getting really hairy Because I'm shooting testosterone And I'm fucking flaring I don't have a clue what I could be, what I could do Yeah, my life is a total fucking screwball I don't know you all Just wanna go and fucking do, yeah Don't ever correct me where I put my arm on the mic It just fucking takes my concentration off And I could've had a good freestyle But David doesn't know that it's a fucking show We gotta make it glow We gotta make it good But David fucking uh, uh, doesn't give me wood Cause he's a fucking uh, man I'm sorry. You make me wanna say slurs <laughs> I just I see you do it and I'm like Fucking stop doing it He's doing it again Bro, Stop fucking Just learn to it. live with it my guy No but Jesus Christ No he was? No, well, I, no Like he's interrupting <laughs> me mid freestyle To tell me something It's like there's no logic there. I, I'm sorry, dude. Zero I, logic involved. In I that. apologize. I just I'm constantly like uh, thinking about it when you're doing it. And I'm, I'm I already held myself back. So I couldn't I couldn't hold it anymore. I'm Cheers. sorry. 
Rich is trying to make amends. Let's make amends. Come on, bro. Thanks, Rich. Bringing us back. Mm. Watch this uh, fucking cool ass uh, uh, show last night. Well, I would think it was cool. Uh, Curios, no, Cabinet of Curiosities. Interesting. What's that? What is it like? An anthology of weird stories that are true. It's, yes. Okay. So, so <laughs> it's like it's like horror stories that they give to you in a real life setting, kind of thing, and make you feel like it's real. Oh yeah, like a thousand ways to die on Spike TV. Kind of like that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I would say so <laughs> because uh, the the first episode starts off with this very was uh, it was a neo Nazi like someone who immigrated to America, but they were in World War Two. Oh yeah, I know he, that guy. He, he was like um, an old. There's a, a Netflix documentary about that guy, the the monster next door or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. People yeah. like that, you know what I mean? And uh, it just so happens that this one dude was involved in a very very cultish uh, like secret group where they invited a demon to possess his sister and it turns out he had his sister in a base in a storage unit the whole time so the whole the whole first episode and it's not a continuation thing it's just like horror stories so each episode is a different horror story uh but it's not a continuation thing (laughs) like it it like the next episode doesn't continue like i I know what you mean but uh it's an anthology is what i described already (laughs) yeah I guess I didn't know what the name. What's it called? Uh, you already said it earlier. The Cabinet of Curiosities. And it's on Netflix. Yeah, but I, uh, I don't know where Richard gets all this time to consume content, bro. I thought you were working fucking eighty no, hours. No, dude, it was all he last comes night. back yeah. and, uh, and, and and I cut loose. Him and his homie, they just just be watching. He was telling us about Z Way earlier. Fuck, dude, bro. I don't want. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Richard's a Z Way proponent, bro. What, He's pro Z Way. What would which you, I am too? You know. What would you have a uh, uh, a, a Nazi who has, you know, d- is now done being a Nazi. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if they didn't face well, any consequences, I wasn't finished with what I was getting at. Okay, that because that guy was not necessarily part of it. He died very early in the episode, but the whole episode was about this guy who was about to get beat the fuck up for owing twelve thousand dollars. So he was he bought the locker that this the storage locker that this guy had. Whoa. And he goes to investigate. And, and they're all the like, girl? they're all trying to get money from it. And like, everyone's kind of in on it. They're like, yeah, you get this one, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's all a bunch of shit going on. And then it starts off with this guy hating immigrants. So he's like borderline racist. And he hates immigrants. Borderline? Because he went to the war, the first war, uh, World War One, And he came back with like no hearing. And the fucking, and the guy's like, oh, we're all brothers. He's like, brothers, we're on the front lines. Where were you? You were in the back. And he's like, everyone was in green. He's like, race didn't matter, but he hates immigrants. I hate immigrants. He sounded like that. (laughs) But uh, it 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 all to the end. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna gonna insert some humor in here. I know this is rough. (laughs) I'm gonna give away the ending. Please do something. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give away the ending. But so this all builds up, and the ending happens where the demon is coming to get him, but he's locked inside this storage unit, and he runs to finally gets to the door, and. The late the immigrant lady who owned part of the storage locker that he wouldn't let in, she's standing outside the door and shows him the cut lock that he threw at her because he didn't want to give her the time of day, and she's holding it and he's like, "Open the door, open the door, open the door," and like begging. Is there her. a real demon and in there? Yeah. Damn, dude. And I don't think there's a real demon. I don't in think there. this Richard, is a true story. Richard's just no, fucking. Richard's just no. It was a possession. 
Like they use they use all these satanic rites. I'm looking up to this bring show this right demon. Uh, I, bet, I bet this show sucks, Richard. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> I, I just can't believe you described the entire what one episode. Yeah, it was the first episode. Richard, That's all I got through. Richard likes some pretty bad TV, um, but he likes some good stuff too. You know, we can't. Every time I but open Amazon, Cabinet Pro, of Curiosities. I, I just thought it was so. <laughs> It wasn't necessarily funny, but it was... Oh, it's a Guillermo del Toro joint. Yeah. Whoa. Yo, we might have spoke too soon. This dude is backing it with his Mooney, his money, yeah. Starring Kyle Mooney, just kidding, no. But it's got Kate Micucci. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that is my bro. Yeah, I fuck with most of his shit. But when my boy Rich tries to describe it, it's rough. Yeah, you should have opened with Guillermo because yo, I fuck with Del Toro and all of his shows. I love Pan's Labyrinth. That was one of my favorite movies back when I was a jit. Yeah, man, you had me at Pan's. The same ones I use with these hands mm. to saute the fucking eggs. Uh, yeah, I eat them while watching TV. Yo, maybe we need to check out the cabinet of curiosities. Yo, what is these? Okay, so this isn't these aren't true stories or anything. No, they're horror. Oh, they're okay. horror modern horror day stories. Cool. Horror stories? I like a I like a solid anthology. It's just like you were describing it like it was true. Like it, it was yeah. like if somebody started describing to me Avengers. It, that's was what like, they... and then and then the Hulk comes out and he destroys this building and then Wonder Woman and you know what I'm saying? Um let me just read off some beats. Street Jazz by Lethal Needle, Hatred by Screwholic, SMS by Balance Cooper, Blinded by Lucas Quinn, Temptations by Piper Beats, Trouble by Stoic, and I think that was Memories by Yogic Beats. I don't know. I think that we're... Well, we have six left. Okay, so uh, Nocebo by Harold Beats. Flying Home by Christmas. Uh, Flying Home for Christmas by Just Damn Beats. And Misunderstood by Urban Nerd Beats. A Christmas-themed beat in there. That's cool. <laughs> too you, early. It's definitely too early, Richard. I don't like you fucking saying that it's the Christmas season <laughs> because the thing is you put up the tree after Thanksgiving or for, during Thanksgiving. For me, it's the Pissmas season. Are you guys good? <laughs> you want you want to know like a fact you, of truth, he, right? He, he wants to quick? piss. He wants oh, yeah, to yeah, piss. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, if you guys are, uh, are you guys? Yeah, we can hold it. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Holding so, your pee? So you're saying you have to pee right now? We nah. can we can hold the pod is what I meant. And pod referring to the podcast. Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. But like I was I was saying about the like Halloween uh-huh. starts off uh, October thirty first. The reason why Christmas starts so early is because the people that love Christmas hate Halloween. So, so they I try and like you see Macy's, you see like certain like longs and stuff with people that completely like push over Halloween and they'll put it set up Christmas stuff and stuff. Richard, all of these are capitalistic cash grabs at boosting the economy during fourth quarter earning reports. Yeah, it's a way to get ahead for the sales and stuff because you put up Christmas stuff early. People want to get buy, buy stuff early because especially if they're into Christmas. But I also think it is a cover up because they're not trying to sell Halloween stuff because they're not about that. But they're like, Christmas is right around the corner. What are you talking about? Halloween, you're selling costumes, you're selling candy, you're selling fucking... But, the, um, but they'll set up only Christmas stuff. They won't you, set up any Halloween stuff. Where? Macy's. Okay. Because it's their color. Like you see gold, red, silver, but you won't see any Halloween stuff. And I do think that places are known to uh, 
post up holiday shit too soon. I don't think Macy's didn't have Halloween they stuff though. Did, I, we were I was shopping. Yeah, I, uh, I know Macy's did it. For okay, so Macy's specifically is obsessed with Christmas. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think all of it is a scam. They're just using. And you know what? I fuck with the holidays because of you know it's a good time. You get to hang out with peeps. You get to. Uh, eat more calories and um, yeah. you get extra days off from work and shit. You know, what's funny is I was talking to somebody about this the other day. A lot of people still had to work on Veterans Day. And I think it's this, dude. Corporate is already giving people Thanksgiving off. A lot of companies are giving Thanksgiving and Black Friday off. So are they going to also give you Veterans Day? Even though it's a federal holiday, people are like, nah, you don't get Veterans Day. It's not important enough for us to give you three paid days in one month you know what i'm saying i think it's i I, I kind of thought it was just any business that doesn't necessarily need to be open on veterans day is gonna close on veterans day like like verizon is gonna stay open because fucking it's like you need to people need their phones right and it was busy schools are gonna stay open too i just i think it's weird to yap about thank you for your service we need to remember those who served and then get back to fucking work, whether you served or not. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's so contradicting. Like, if you really gave a shit about these people, you'd say, take the day off. I guess I'm talking out of my ass here. I don't really know how many people got Veterans Day off versus who didn't. I didn't. It's a federal holiday. Like, what does that mean? Does any, that, anybody, so schools get it off. Schools were off. Okay. Post office, unions, like legit yeah. places that follow the, the government like calendar got it off but other places were like yeah this isn't important enough for us which is i guess is fine at the end of the day i would work on christmas if i had to it's because of thanksgiving dude they're like we can't give you two off this i month. like this theory uh it's it's because most people yeah it would be weird to get thanksgiving off and then also have to work black friday because a lot of people travel for thanksgiving you know they exactly, want to go see their bro. family and it would be weird for them to be like yeah you get this thursday off but you got to be back at work all that's what i'm doing yo i hope you're not too bloated uh because that day's eroded uh and now you're starting over for a friday and then you get saturday off yo it's black friday why hey i don't know oh my god why well, uh, it's because you want some deals, bro. You got to get that TV for half off, yo. Okay, now I'm done being thankful. I can go and start focusing on spending bread. Uh, yeah, and getting ahead and getting ahead for the Thanksgiving, man. I'm spending bread and I'm pulling out the lead and I aim it at your head. If you want to get in, in front of me at the line, I'm camping out at the TJ Maxx. Yo, you know I'm spitting facts. Yo. This Black Friday is whack, it's hack, it's just a fucking cap to get the uh, capitalism moving in the right direction. How long has Black Friday been a thing? That's That would be something I'm interested in figuring out. Like, when did they start having sales? Okay, let me, I, can I, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess it has to do with the Depression. Uh, maybe. I would say 1995. I think there was like a 1995. Yeah. No, it must be way before that. Nah. History of Black Friday sale. Black Friday history. Fun facts. Big numbers. <laughs> um, when did it start? The masses gather. Some set up camp. Others stand in traditional battle formation of rows and queues. Jesus Christ. Suddenly, the sign flips. Doors open and charge. Okay. 
first used in the late 1800s in reference to stock market crashes. The term was popularized Boom. in the 1800s. Was not the depression, Hold you up. dumb bitch. Oh. But it was it was as a result of it was as Way a result before. of an economic depression, right? The this was a stock market crash. Yeah, I don't think that's. But this, never mind. Keep going. Uh, the term was popularized by the Philadelphia police in 1950s when large crowds came to the city the day after Thanksgiving, creating chaos, traffic jams, and shoplifting opportunities. However, it officially kicked off in the 1960s with black referring to stores moving from red to black, red ink indicating a loss and black a profit. Interesting. I don't Wait, wait, wait. Red ink indicating a loss and black a profit. So if they lost money, they would type that out in red ink. And if they gained money, they would type it out in black. So the, it would the day after Thanksgiving was the first day that began to be profitable for businesses? Contrary to common belief, it wasn't until 2001 that Black Friday finally stripped the Saturday before Christmas of its title. As Okay, this is a, apparently the Saturday before Christmas was the biggest shopping day of the year, but now it is Black Friday. I just don't um, understand why Black Friday still matters with the Internet. Like, I feel like, why would I post up and go to a retail store? Black no, Friday doesn't matter as much because people are doing it a whole week early. Right, and then they have the Cyber Monday thing. It's no, like, yeah, no, I agree with you guys. It's, it's At this point, Black Friday has become a, a titular assignment to just a sale around this time of year because they're not like back in the day black friday sales were crazy enough to murder a guy it was it was like yeah, oh my yeah, god yeah. this this yeah. fucking 50 inch screen is a hundred dollars yeah yeah no the, like the deals were so crazy that you would want to act like the idea of camping out in front of a store for it's a black friday sale insane. now is insane to me but i knew some people back when i was in high school who did that shit so they could get a fucking yeah. xbox 360 my, or whatever my mom would camp out at the with my sisters at the mall this is back in Hawaii, so it's not even that big over there. But she would camp out, and the first like hundred would get like a basket full of like snacks and stuff, but also gift cards to the different shops. Whoa, that, it was I like five hundred dollars worth I of do gift like, cards. I do like the idea of your family bonding. You know, it, what I'm it, saying? It, <laughs> it, it became it definitely became like you wake up at twelve thirty at night, you drive over and get there at like two or whatever, you get ready and stuff, dude. When and I then you chill when until I, I had never I had never been involved in a Black Friday sale. It wasn't a thing in Spain. And then after my first year in the U.S. was my freshman year in college, and the girl I was dating, I went back with her to Nashville for Thanksgiving, and we fucking pigged out uh, for Thanksgiving, and then at Literally at 1 a.m., she woke me up and she's like, we're going. Yeah. And I went to the mall in Nashville on Black Friday and just walked around, didn't buy anything, was like sitting on benches while her and her stupid friend were shopping. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. And I remember being like, what is the motherfucking hype with this bullshit? The mall still sucks. Even if there are deals everywhere, the mall, you shouldn't be at a mall for more than an hour. You should get in. Yo, I'm at the mall for way too long. I gotta stall. Uh, I gotta get the fuck out of the mall or else I'm gonna puke out my mouth. Yo, I'm at the mall with my friend and we over here and we looking at the motherfucking windows. Doing some window shopping. Yeah, I'm at the mall. You already know. I'm at the anime store at the mall. I got some one piece sweaters, y'all. I love this shit, man. I love the mall, man. This shit is legit and I'm calling y'all. All hail the sale. Yup. 
the mall prevails I'm at the mall with my girlfriend and she's wearing a veil mm. And I'm about to fucking scale I bought the veil at the mall, it was like a wedding store, y'all I just wanna go to the mall and get some wedding supplies Because I got a wedding for some guys, uh, gotta yeah. get it I can't wait to leave Yo, this mall is make-believe uh, Dude, it, I remember they walked into Victoria's Secret at one point And I was just like I'm not walking in there <laughs> because I was a fucking dumb. Well, uh, how old were you? I was like 18. I was. I, was I remember like that sentiment exactly. That was kind of a vibe as that a younger a dude. Well, not, not wanting to go into the women's underwear. You section. know what's cr you know what's crazy, dude? And I think about it now. My girlfriend in high school and then my freshman year in college would have had sex with me, and I was so fucking locked up in the paradigm of like being a virgin for christ that in multi like we would dry hump each other and fucking grab each other's genitals over this, our pants this conversation took a turn <laughs> and, Damn. I, and i was just like i was just like no we can't but now that i think about it i'm like oh she was down and i was a fucking bitch yeah, dude. I, uh, it's always I mean, Eve that wants to get it going. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> the, Mac, the Mac to a Jack is a good move. You, What's fucking, you make out and you dry hump until you come in your pants. It's that just, sucks. It, no. Nah, dude, that rules. You even get that little, like, little blood blisters on your dick and shit. Damn, you, got, you did it so hard you got blisters? <laughs> One time, yeah, bro. It was bad. Richard, that's it's crazy, like, It's like if you ever, like, drag your foot on a rug. You get burned, Richard. I nah, do not want to hear that. <laughs> a Richard macked to a Jack with uh, the. Shh, not, no, trust me, bro. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, <laughs> subtle with this. He macked to a Jack with. Hell what? Yeah. That's not. That's not revealing too I much, like, is it? I feel like that's vague. I didn't even I, say I just, what school. We've been to multiple schools together. Uh, okay. Well, here's here's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I was also so fucking horny that she could just look at me weird and I'd be like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, I made that noise. <laughs> Is that a lot for everybody? I didn't even think for a second of the noise until you brought it up. And then I was like, yeah, that was weird, Dave. You should have apologized. For <laughs> I, that. I felt weird. Um, but it, she like literally could touch me a little bit and it would be it would be game over. I just looking back, think about how big of a bitch I was and also the double standard because I was smoking weed and drinking and smoking cigarettes and being like, oh, this is fine, but I can't have sex with my girlfriend who we are both in prime condition to be doing. However, I wasn't prepped enough to where I probably would have gotten her pregnant. I look back at the instances where I did the Mac to a Jack move and I'm pretty sure those are sexual assaults. Really? I think that if you... How is it, how is it sexual assault? Nah. I guess it's, consensual. it's technically consensual, but I don't think that they were trying to make you come or anything. You just come in your pants. Is that not like? Uh, you, you, I mean, you need to get their consent to come. Well, you're sort of no. hump, you're humping on them with the hopes that maybe you're gonna come from it, right? You ever no. be like, no, I'm not gonna put my crotch there because like no. I want to get her pregnant with my jeans. No, <laughs> no I've kidding. never thought that. No, you you're not humping with the thought that you're gonna come. You're literally like a fucking cat in heat. You're like, yeah. this feels so good. I, I don't know I what's still, happening. I still think that there is in your in the back of your mind. Maybe you're not. Your intent isn't to come, but I think that the dry humping is there <laughs> for a purpose. At the end of the day, isn't it? It's insane how much our parents deprived us of joy. It's unbelievable, so, dude. So, it I, wasn't necessarily the deterring factor for me. It was them that convinced me that I'm doing... I just want to say the statute of, of limitations has expired on all of these cases. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> we cannot be prosecuted for any no, of our Mac to a Jack you know, moments. You know, one of the big reasons why I thought about this 
uh, because of the Black Friday conversation is because her and I, pre-Black Friday shopping, were Mac to a Jack and upstairs in her fucking, like, family's house. And it was like a pre- uh, thing where she was like, here we go. We're going to get freaky. And then I'm going to take you shopping so that you feel like, uh, you got something out of this. <laughs> Yo, she tricked me. Yo, she also made me flick the bean before we went to Supreme and journeys and, uh, other places. Flicking the bean like flickety flickety Yo, I love this chick, yo It's serendipity that I'm over here And she's rubbing on me Oh my god, I think that I am coming Yo, I wish I had the knowledge Back when I was dating in college uh, That I should fucking take advantage Of the hormones Yeah, it's so prone I'm glad you finished that sentence differently Me too Yeah, you know, it would change our history I want to know if you'll mac to a jack with me That would be sweet, it would change our bond, you see Yeah, I would have done it If my parents would have told me to covet My neighbor's wife would have been nice No, oh, but seriously, I think I think the deterrent and all that Was them convincing us that we're doing the girls a favor by keeping them sacred you know what i mean like you can't no, yeah, yeah. That, at least no, for my, right. in my head no, it was I, like keep them like no i, I know i want to do it it's fucked up but he's right you're gonna ruin like, them yes there was like that thought process you're gonna ruin and them. that's yeah. a symptom of like the the religious indoctrination and of then course. Yeah. in my head also i was like okay if i have sex with this girl we really are locked in i can't mm-hmm. just like i can't just go yeah, have yeah. sex with other girls like that's insane um and it's just crazy because probably those years are the years in which sex would have felt the best. Like you're the most young and agile and like hormonal. You're like, that's the age at which you should be having sex. And instead I was just like, Holding it in. Dave has been thinking about this for it a makes, while. It makes me feel bad. Dude. <laughs> no, it makes me feel bad too. My, pa- my parents are just like, oh no, don't enjoy your sexuality. We're not even gonna teach you about condoms in case you decide to say fuck this. And <laughs> no, enjoy condoms your- are bad, yo. Richard, God you, despises. Is a Catholic dude. I get it. I get it. That. What about AIDS? You don't have sex. Yeah, dude. Unless you're you not gonna get AIDS them. if you don't have sex. Exactly. Dave. <laughs> Come on, yo. Celibacy Richard until is you're ready. The, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I hate you, dude. I hate you for fucking preaching that gospel. <laughs> it sucks. Dude, we were, we're so fucking left. We're so held back. I literally feel like I'm five years younger than I actually am mentally. <laughs> like, I technically would be 35 at this point if I hadn't been held back emotionally and mentally. <laughs> we're getting into some dark territory okay. that right. it would be easy for me to i, I would love to co-sign everything right. you're saying right, right now but right. there's a part of me that's like i don't know if this is what the audience wants to you hear don't think right so now. okay maybe they do maybe because uh, fuck I, I want nothing more than to talk about how much i wish i had fucked in high school <laughs> but at the end of the day that is a shitty thing to talk about <laughs> is it though bro i fucking i i was jerking off nonstop, and that's not good dude i was feeling guilty about jerking off i, I was jerking off nonstop, and every time i would ask god for forgiveness that's insane 
right? Insane, but it's what you should have been doing. And you weren't asking God for forgiveness. No, you wow. have you have sins. Wow. That I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel bad about jerking off. Jerking off, I never had like the guilt about. I was always like, no, this is fine. Oh, this is better than at least I'm not actually having sex. Is no, it, yeah, well, like the, the the idea of like getting another person involved, like that is what felt insanely wrong. I was like, oh, because it nobody's getting hurt when you're jerking off. You know what I'm saying? It's like an innocent fucking thing that you're doing. And my parents never talked to me about sex until they caught the fucking browser history on the computer being just tits and ass. And See, they were like, okay, something's going on now. The, and then my dad literally walked in on me watching porn. And I was just like <laughs> full erect watching just like adult straight up intercourse. And he was like, I was going to have a talk with you about this, but I guess you already figured it out. Hell and, yeah. and then he put a password on the computer and walked out. He, he put the password on in front of you. I don't. Or I, did you show up the next he day? Slowly you showed put up the it next, in. <laughs> no, no. Dave was horned up the next day, ready to look at porn, and then he realizes there's a password. Yeah, I really, and also, dude, you know what's insane? After my dad like was like closing 19 tabs of porn. Damn, dude. I, well, because I wasn't organized. You should have been concerned. I wasn't organized at that point. You didn't I, know which was the best I point. was I was standing right next to him, and, you know, my fucking chub is going down, but I'm sort of, like, covering it. And I said to my dad, yo, just no matter what, please don't tell mom. Oh, yeah, I was dead wrong. That fool snitched and acted like a fucking bitch. Yo, being hard next to your dad, that's a sensation I'm glad that I've never had. That would probably change my views, that would do some shit to me, dude. Oh, yeah, sorry, father. Uh, yeah, I'm about to go and get some water, uh, and let this shit cool off. Until I can come back when my dick is soft My father caught me a little hot and bothered Often, yo, he walked in I'm scoffing at him I don't know why you had to bust me I was busy busting What, you don't trust me? Uh, sorry pops You caught me, uh, while I was watching With my god Ah, damn, dude <laughs> X-Hamster, that was probably it, right? That's one of the old ones. I forget what the website was. It was it was something. I I have a uh, like a photographic just memory of. It's been a banger in like two seconds. Of the clip I was watching, and it was like a bigger woman with giant breasts. There mm. it is. Wait, we found all the reasons how I can't keep talking <laughs> about this woman. <laughs> Reverse cowgirl, just Whoa. hopping up and down, tits flopping, and then my dad just. The door was closed. He probably sensed the sexiness going on in that room. He was like, I'm smelling some some sensations. Yo, I, I got a feeling that there's exposed breasts in the room. It was so crazy. That fool was not chill at all about it. I would have been like, yo, son, I'll give you a couple more minutes and just close that shit and like throwing a pack of tissues in there or something my mom uh didn't actually catch me beaten off but she did uh at one point like see a search history thing that uh it said topless poster because i wasn't looking for straight up porn i was i wasn't ready to watch like straight up vi video penetration i also was on dial-up so i would i wasn't capable yeah, you didn't of have watching the to do that. so i was just it was all images for me but i wasn't looking for like vaginas I only wanted exposed breasts, yeah. so I was looking up topless stuff, and I wanted it to be like artistic, so I thought topless poster, aka something that you would have at your dorm room wall or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. so I, that was like my, my, my search thing, and then you know I'd go on Google, safe search, always off, yep. 
and then uh, that would be what I would search, and I would beat off to images on Google Image Search of topless poster. I definitely started with something. Similar. And eventually, my mom discovered that I was searching that, and she came in, and I came up with some excuse of like, "Oh, I was looking for uh, th this Jeep." You know how Jeeps don't have tops sometimes. Whoa, and that's insane! That's was the most excuse. ridiculous. She didn't Clever buy it. As fuck. No, yeah, yeah. she didn't buy it, and she was just like, "Well, as long as you know that." It's not very God honoring. Yeah, there you go. I, you know what happened to me? Gotcha. I hate to keep going on this, but it's just I need to fucking. We're here. I need to get Vent. through it with you guys. Um, after the incident, my mother woke me up at like 6 a.m., took me to the kitchen and like sat with me at the kitchen table and read Proverbs. <laughs> she literally opened her Bible and read Proverbs while I shamefully looked down at my, oh, my, my feet. Man. And then after that. There were multiple other instances where I like watched porn and and like thought that I was in the clear, and then my dad caught the browsing history again and like updated the computer to like Linux and, and like installed a new system with a password and all this shit. And I confidently walked outside to where my dad was and was like, "That wasn't me. That I didn't search that." And my mom briefly was like, "Maybe it wasn't him. Like there was a." There was a guy um, working on the electrical last week. Maybe he used the computer. And my mom. That rules. Dude, I was boldly. It wasn't me. Send me coming on camera. It wasn't me. It's on my shoulder. It wasn't me. Unreal. I was blatantly just lying to my mom being like, no, that wasn't me. Never. I. It was just insane, dude. And they just. It, it's their fucking fault. They should have been like, yo, this is. Uh, supposed to be like a meaningful thing that you do with somebody you love. It's totally normal for you to feel this, you know, do your thing. It's cool. And instead they just made me fucking repress it. And it was brutal. And I mean, it makes sense that I only call them fucking. Once every four months. Sorry, mama. I'm not going to be there when you're nope. on your deathbed holding your hand. Wait, no. Nope. Oh my god, my father, why did you have to shame me for jerking off? Well, you're gonna die alone. Yeah, what's crazy is that when I was 11, I was worried that I wouldn't go to heaven. Cause I like Googling lots of titty pics. Yeah, you know, then I would grab my itty bit. I distinctly remember the first time that I jerked off on okay. Christmas. I felt so guilty. Man, I hailed Mary. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to hell. This shit is scary. I should not have jerked off on the day you were born. Yeah, when they caught me, I want to die. Yeah, the next day, I remember wanting to cry. And then I went to school and saw a guy. He was like, yo, what's up with your thigh? Uh, I used to have this weird thing where every time I would arrive at school, I would have a boner. Sick. Always. You would have that same at, at least first or second period. It would to me. It would it without fail. It would be when I was like, you know how we had Arriving. like sort of dirt road that, that sort of pulled up. It it almost like the dirt road vibrations triggered oh. a hard on in me. Hell yeah! And then so by the time I reached the front, I would have to you know maneuver do the Texas tuck or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I swear to God, it was weird because I wasn't horny or anything. I think it was a symptom of the morning erection, you know. Uh, but because we always had to wake up so fucking early for school, like we're waking up at goddamn six in the morning, you don't, you're, that's pre morning erection hours. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? You're waking up at six, your morning erection isn't hit until seven. And that's sure. when you're showing up at school. So, uh, yeah, it was a weird thing that I noticed constantly, at least four out of five days a week. 
I'd be getting out of the car being like, what the fuck is up with this goddamn boner in my pants? I'm just trying to go to school. That's great. At what age is this? Uh, ninth, 10th grade, probably. Oh, okay. You're pretty advanced at that point. Maybe. No. 15, that's... 16, 14. But my whole porn incident happened at 11, dude. My dad. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't even touch my dick till ninth grade. No, what I, the I, fuck? At 11, I was just like fully doing the thing. I also, because of the like Spanish public school, I was exposed to, you know, hedonism early on. And so I just, I, I was all, it's too late. You know, if the kids learn about it earlier, it, it spurts the, the puberty. Spurts? Hell yeah. <laughs> I think there's a bunch of beats that I didn't Nothing like say. kids spurts. Uh, uh, oh, Nana by 18. Bad Time by Ty Beats. Power by Lex Factor. Uh, get Smoked by Suda Killer. How many do you have left? Oh, nah, nah. Uh, we have one more left. And then Zone 6 by Aeon TMU. Zone 6 is the one that's coming up? I got... No, no. There's one more after that. I got oh, okay. I got a piss. All right. Let's maybe, hit him with same. piss. Okay. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I think it would be really funny. Um, I don't know if it would be funny, actually, now that I say it. But it would be very interesting if we had an episode... Say Richard's family visits California and we get his siblings on with him. Oh. And There's a lot of siblings. Which siblings in particular? I, I'm picturing the ones that might actually want participate. I would say Louis, Louise, Dave, Maria. David and Maria. Maybe. David and Maria, probably not. But maybe. Yeah, I want to get David on. David interests me, bro. She get Lewis on. Lewis, Lewis is, you know, I want to be Lewis. Lewis is uh, living the dream. All that is man. He just, uh, you know, lives off of hot puss. Hell yeah! And uh, just, just he's a millionaire. So was, <laughs> he, uh, was he not repressed <laughs> like you, Richard? Uh, he was. He the was youngest. in school at five uh, at fifth grade. We were all homeschooled all the way. Except me, I was, gotcha. was homeschooled so till ninth they, grade. They loosened the leash by the time he came. Right. Around. Well, no, I think that society as a whole had changed. So you know, the littlest bro, he's gonna go to that show, and he's gonna see his old their siblings how they go, and he's gonna be like, yo, that's not the way for me, bro. Yeah, he learned from y'all's mistakes, and yeah, he don't eat steak, and every day, yo, being homeschooled is not cool, uh, I bet the dude Lou, I mean, David, yo, he is heinous with the way he gets that lame shit, uh. Nah, dude, we talking about Lou right now, oh. yeah, that dude, he gets the poo right now, yeah, whoa, whoa. he don't get it in the cooch right now, yeah, yeah, you know, he drink kombucha now, oh, yeah, he get, he's worried about his gut health, that's how it is, yo, he does it now, oh, oh my god, yeah, uh, what's that, uh, 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 I can't make no kombucha references because I don't know the names of them and I don't know all the brands and what do you know, uh, pass it to my mans. What did it do? Who is Lou? I, I never met none of these fools. Yeah. Yeah, bro, you have to come swing by Hawaii one it time. It would be fun if we just made a little road trip down there. You could do it. It's cheap. You get it for under 300 yeah, bucks round trip. Fucking bring, uh, bring the old lady. Yo. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I could show you guys a good time. Pretty cheap. All right, yeah, I'm, I definitely I want to do that. Now is not the time, but I feel like Eventually. maybe like this summer or something. Yeah, I'd be down in the summer. My fucking my family's gonna be here, dude. Oh, when? Uh, around my birthday. That's crazy. Because my mom's like, 
we need to do something major for your 30th. And, uh, Yo, that's so the big 3-0. Yeah, I'm like, oh, let's let's do something major, like liberate me sexually. I've just been <laughs> I've been telling people take your mom to a strip club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want your mom to help liberate you sexually? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I've been I've just been telling people that I'm 30 just to sort of I've been like kind of prepping myself for that Band-Aid. So whenever I talk about things allegorically about myself, I talk about it as if I'm a 30 year old. I'm like, imagine being 30 and still like this. And it's yeah, I'm not, but I'm, in reality, I'm actually 29. All the I'm sort of getting that Band-Aid half torn off already. All the math I'm doing as to where I need to be in life is uh, starting from 30 to 60 or 30 to 70. So I'm like, uh, I'm giving myself the little wiggle room. I'm like, OK, the, the countdown starts. When I'm 30. Why do you think you deserve the countdown? I what, <laughs> is that something to be deserved or not deserved? Yeah, it's dude. a count. It's his countdown, man. He's gonna. It's either gonna live past it's thirty actually, or he's saying this seems very selfish. It's of you. it's fucked up. It's fucked up for me <laughs> to actually be like thinking that I need to like prepare for when I'm sixty. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, you have thirty years to get your act together. I'm I'm pretty sure something major is going to come along and kill us before we're 60. You I think, think there's, so? I think there's going to be a thing that ha there's going to be an event, uh, something big that results in our death. Really? Yes. I hope not. Dude, I hope this is not prophecy. Like fuck you. I'm not trying to jinx us. No. But I mean, uh, I I'm just saying like I could totally see I don't know. What if like Another Russia war? attacks oh, the United war. States soil or something? Yeah, or, no, that could be that could be a there, thing. There's a it, nuke, and we live in one of the most you know attackable areas. Well, so we all continuously forget that we are con we are the only generation. Eh, no, there's generations before us that we're completely threatened by nuclear threat. We've made bombs big enough to end the world, so they're out there. They can happen in less than a minute. You know what I mean? We could all die. So Thank we're the God. only we're the only peoples that have ever existed in so, a plate in a time where we all die. So we shouldn't be saving for retirement is what you're saying? Absolutely not. You guys are <laughs> fucking idiots. No, there is a part of me that does think that. I I kind of truly believe I'm going to die before I retire. What if you don't? I might not, and that would be great, but And he also might be a millionaire because I, of something else. I think that the odds are that like I don't know. I, I just feel like based on the progression of how the world is going, something's going to happen that results in our death, and it's not going to be our choice. Sure. But there's going to be some sort of either A, natural disaster, B, nuclear disaster, C, we just get stabbed in the street by people fighting for <laughs> gas or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they want, they no, they want, want water. water or whatever. <laughs> I've just seen, I've seen like old people living in poverty, and even here in California a lot. Like you see old people like still like trying to, like take the bus and shit and i'm like dude i need to fucking hustle to uh be in a decent place economically by the time i'm old and weak like i just don't want to be going through uh recycling bins looking for cans to make ends meet when i'm fucking 60 dare i say you're setting your bar too low <laughs> like you shouldn't be worried about that you should be like no i'm here to make money let's make some money you know what I mean? You right, shouldn't be fucking worried about you getting no, old. Every time Make money I see, on the every time I see a homeless person digging through trash uh, for cans, there is a part of me that is like, "Why didn't that guy just kill himself?" <laughs> 
obviously the, the I should be thinking that is an example of resilience and you know uh, persevering through hardship. But no matter what, there is a part of me in the back of my brain that's like that is that guy is down so bad. I can't picture myself wanting to live being down that bad. And for me, it's like okay, I need to do everything in my power to avoid ending up like this. And I, there's also some reassurance. I'm like, all right, you're doing all right. It's not that bad. No, yeah, no. I'm, I like every it time I so much worse. Like when we saw when we walked to the gas station and we saw the dude who's like, you know, imagine who, if you had a kid right now. Yeah, like I mean, that you're legally required to take care of. Yeah, I mean that that's that's intense. Uh, that 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 compounded with like whatever responsibilities you might already and have. And even even that, like having a having kid, a kid is having a blessing. A, having a kid. <laughs> Fuck, no, man. said said the dude who fucking hates <sighs> condoms. It makes sense. No, I'm saying at this point it's probably not completely uh, destructive to have a kid. Um, I'm not saying I want a kid, but what I'm saying is at this point, no, I understand could, why you're saying that. you could pro- you could probably have a kid and like not completely destroy your future. If I had had sex with my high school girlfriend and had a kid, that would have been a fucking issue. You know right. what I'm saying? So and, like, and I'm not trying to say it's wrong to have a kid. I'm just saying <laughs> you specifically, if no, you had had a kid, that would have been wrong. That would definitely make things a lot more difficult. And um, financially, the strain of that is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, dude. I'm still like, there's, I really want a dog, but I'm just like, you're not there yet. I would probably kill this dog. No, it's not that. It's that you're just like not secure in your life enough. I, I also like, don't have like uh, a friend that would babysit the dog for me. Like, say I wanted to travel. Who's gonna take care of this dog? You gotta. Tr- you're you're a dog trainer. Train it to feed itself. Okay, <laughs> so I, I set up some sort of uh, teach it how to shit in the toilet. Nah, man. Knowing knowing the dog, I would get it would get it would be too smart for its own good. It would eat all the food immediately and <laughs> die of starvation. That sucks. That's not smart. It figured no. out. Well, no. I mean, it, the smart factor is that it figured out a way around the the loophole that I set to where it only gets a rationed amount of food each day. Easy. You get one of those bowls and then you put one of those big old water jugs, five gallon. Just fill it with food and just it sits there. Every time they eat, it just falls some more. Oh, so they just can eat perpetually until they explode? They would stop. No, they, they would, would stop. stop. Yeah. Dogs, would stop. no. That's how they do. They stop eventually. They do. Dogs will just keep eating. Only it, dumb dogs. Okay, yeah. I you can see that. There's a lot of dumb you dogs out them. there. The There's, last beat was, was Sony by Kyoto. Some dogs are just dumb by, like, default. It was it was interesting. I, I don't know if this is re- cool or whatever, but uh, I was eating last night, and... Uh, my that is pretty cool. Yeah, I love, my, no, I love my, eating. Or, my friend remarked on me like sometimes talking, eating talking less the, isn't the answer. Sometimes eating more is the answer. Always, but no, this guy had a dog, really nice, one of those Japanese, uh, looks like a fox kind of thing. Ooh, the, the Shawnees? Oh, I fuck it. Fox I, I don't know. It. But uh, you're talking about a Shiba Inu. Yes. So he had one of those right next to us, and I made it a point to go to him and be like, "Yo, that's a nice dog. Like, what type of dog is it?" Just started making conversation. He's like, "I could have told you that." that the name of that dog and the type and stuff, but it's like no, owners of dogs appreciate it when you talk about their dogs. Really, it's because they're yeah. narcissists. That's why they have. I think they have a child when they they just have a, a cool animal, which which is fine. I I personally I think the dog is just as important as a human life, but uh, at at the end of the day, th- there's nothing that makes your dog more special than that guy's child. Sure, you know, so. And there's nothing to make that guy's child more special than your dog. So the inverse is true as well. 
except dogs can be looked at more as like a part of you. And when you have a kid, you're like, oh, yeah. the, you're a part of the kid's life now. Well, and also the dog. Uh, well, the dog is a part of you as well. Uh, the no, dog, no, the dog is a part of you, but it, it it builds you to be a bigger person because you have a dog. But if you have a kid, you're just like, oh, yeah, now you're the kid. You're part of the kid's life, right? But also, the dog does more for you than you do for it, in my opinion. And you do more for a kid than a kid does for you. That's not exactly what I'm saying. You train a kid to mow your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good kid right there. I mowed the lawn too many times. My dad, my dad, I hated mowing. My dad tried to get me to mow the lawn, and I was always like not effective. So he was always like, "Fuck it, I'll just do it myself." (laughs) What? Yeah, I was just did it so bad he didn't ask you again. He's a smart. I can't believe that that worked. I would just be punished for doing it bad. Our lawn was also like and like do it better next time, or you're gonna be punished worse. No, there were there were just many trees, and it was on an incline. It was just like it was a project. It was a difficult task. Um, and I just wasn't qualified. No, you just you start at the top trash. and go sideways. You, you sucked at mowing lawns. Yeah. They should have just hired somebody. Like, why are we doing? They should have hired me to mow your lawns yeah. growing up. That would have been nice. Hell Makes yeah, I needed that. Man. Fuck. Well, what do you think? Um, you guys, we, you guys have anything else? Should we play some Mario Kart? I'm, I'm down to do. Dead. I'm down to do something. Or when's what? the when's times UFC start? Soon. Prelims got to be starting soon. Nah, it's only three. But yeah, but we're saying fuck the prelims. Right? If you're gonna spend money on the pay per view, why don't we just spend money on drinks at the bar, and then just watch the game at the bar? Who's buying my drinks? I'll, I get. I'll I'll take two, three. There, what? Three drinks? That's All fucking right. sick, fuck yeah, dude. dude. Let's my go to our bar drinks. right now. All right, if I'll, he chooses them, I'll look, drink. I look like he shit. Just, he, I got to fucking. He's I'm not going. I, I only want to watch the last fight, so we got to make sure we're there for the last fight. You know what I mean? Well, no, I no. Got, we. I think we would. Oh, are we gonna watch it at the bar? Is that what we're talking about? I guess it makes sense to just fucking get drinks and watch it here. Yeah, it's cheaper. Right. And we, we got homies coming through. Right. right Official. Uh, I don't know. Instead, I got a text saying, "Do you want to go to the concert?" What concert? Uh, I hate models. That's a weird name. I do too, bro. They're bro, all I hate models pretty bad. I saw him at EDC. He was pretty fucking lit. Sick. Well, go follow him and uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And um, hopefully, you know, you guys at are. Bam, at Bamfomania, B-A-M-F-O-M-A-N-I-A. That's it. I mean, if you are listening to this, please share it. We appreciate uh, everybody who's out there. Hopefully, we'll subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Like. like leave a comment. There's some of you doing that. Like the guy who told us that. Shout out Oscar. He hit me up this week. Fuck yeah. I was yeah. like, I, I don't, I can't, I, he didn't show up in my primary messages. He showed up in like general. It's it, weird that Instagram has three separate categories for messages. Yeah. It should be messages and spam. That should be it. But uh, we got primary general. He showed up in my general. So I don't know when he texted me, but he, he you know, he's, he gave me some kind words. And I was like, fuck yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Shout, shout out, out that guy. Shout out Tori for uh, liking the Aaron Carter freestyle last week. And uh, Drew for saying that he didn't like Richard's face. He didn't say that. He said he didn't like knowing what Richard looks like. Which is weird well, because. If y'all are doing shout outs, I want to do a shout out. All right. Yeah. Who's your shout, shout out, out uh, J Romeo 808. He liked that I was on the pod last week. So fuck y'all. He liked it. It's and what up, Ryan? Did he, he like? He commented to me too. These are the worst shoutouts of all time. Here's the thing: uh, Ron is actually an OG fan, so we got to thank you, Ron. We gotta res- I w- give I w- respect where respect is due. I just didn't like how Richard enunciated the shout out. He was like, "Shout out, Ron!" And I and I and I don't he gets mean, it. 
And when I say fan, I mean that in the least. This dude, I'm a fan of him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, I think that, would you guys have anything else? Uh, take your opportunities, especially with young women that present themselves. <laughs> Jesus. Groom with impunity, folks. That's what if we If you're have young here. too, obviously. That's the last word from Richard. <laughs>